Hey, welcome back to Beards Creek uh, podcast. And this week, I am really thrilled to uh, to be joined by Sean Livermore. He's uh, I met him uh, this last winter at the um, the Great American Outdoor Show in uh, PA, and he is uh, was a representative for Trophy Line Hunting Saddles. And um, we'll get more into that as we go along. Uh, but Sean, welcome to the podcast. And, uh, hey, what's up, man? Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Have you done a podcast before? Uh, yeah, I've done a couple. Yeah, that's. I've done. Uh, I mean, other than my own, I've done two others, and they're. It's always weird being on on the opposite side of the microphone, kind of, so to speak. So. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. So, Sean, you just got home from work. So, yes, I did. Yep. It's a long day for you, dude. Yeah, I know. It's been uh, it's been crazy. Wow. What do What do you do for your uh, to pay for your hunting saddles and your hunting equipment? Um. So I pretty much I just do maintenance on uh, the railroad for Norfolk Southern. Oh, that's cool. Yep. Like like on the rails or on the engines themselves or? Uh, the actual rails. Yep. Wow, that's cool. That's cool. We used to, this is so tangential, but we used to live along uh, uh, some railroad tracks at our last house and got to watch them pound the, uh, um, the ties out and put new ones in. And I was, it was just amazing to watch them do it. So. Oh, with the machines. Yeah. 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 It was pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yep. So we, I, we're not doing the show on, on railroads. So, um, but we are going to talk about hunting and, uh, so I thought we would get started kind of um, with you. Tell us a little bit about how you got into hunting, how long have you been hunting, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, so I got into hunting at a real, uh, real young age. My whole family was uh, into it. My dad and grandfather especially. Uh, my dad's a killer, man. Yeah. So I got, I got right into it when I was about, geez, I can't even remember, probably five, six years old, just going with him. Yep. And I uh, killed my first deer at 12, I think it was, 12 or 13. And ever since then, I've really been hooked, especially wow. in bow hunting. Yeah, I was going to ask, is it is are you primary bow hunting, or do you do any gun hunting at all? Uh, I will do some gun hunting, but I am mostly bow hunting. Yeah, yep. yeah. And then the other thing I saw, too, was um, I was checking out your YouTube page. Um, you did a, like a summary of a New York PA season ending do you hunt both states yeah i do yep that's pretty cool and then so where do you have a hunting camp or do you have land that you own or where do you do most of your hunting uh most of my hunting is in new york so i am part of like a family camp Uh here in new york um with a couple hundred acres wow and then i got permission on a couple places and then i do hunt uh like state land too yeah yeah boy there's there's uh there's nothing like a family hunting camp um, no, I know. And I never had that growing up. So really, um, yeah. So I married my wife and got into the family camp out here. That's how I ended up into that. <laughs> those, those two things are not, uh, they're not, um, related. Are they? The, the fact nah, that you, <laughs> yeah, that's not why I married her. I promise. <laughs> not that that's a bad reason to, to marry her, but right. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah, we've uh, we have been a part of a lot of a lot of hunting camps. The myself and the the rest of us at Beards Creek, and so um, there's just something different about being in a camp. That uh, oh yeah, for sure. I don't know if the the hunting is as, is as successful, but 
the meals and the the mess around after dinner and the cards and everything else and yeah it's just a it's a whole different deal so it's all about the camaraderie that that's yeah that's it that's exactly that's it. It. yep yep <laughs> so what uh yeah, I can... go ahead oh, go ahead oh i was just gonna say i i kind of grew up just uh hunting state land we didn't really have like i said a family camp or private land really uh unless we have permission on a couple of pieces but yeah it was mostly state land growing up so how is that i know right now uh, the there's a real f- fad of you know being public hunter public land and my experience in new york has been that the you get overwhelmed during at least during gun season with people yeah i mean we've always done pretty good especially uh my dad mm-hmm. um and i did too but growing up it was kind of my friends would pick on me back then for doing it you know really for hunting state yeah for hunting <laughs> state land they bust my balls because <laughs> I'd, I'd see i'd see one deer uh sit if i was lucky you know when they got 15 deer yeah but yeah. uh now it's the cool thing to do i feel like so yeah I think everyone's so. doing it which is which is good honestly everybody should get into that you know yeah yeah I, I like i mean we we own that land as citizens we should be using it I think. yeah exactly i agree so i will say um most of my success has been on on private though i mean i've hunted public yeah. quite a bit but um you're right there's just i don't know for whatever reason you're not seeing the same deer and it did it didn't seem to matter how far in i went you know in the adirondacks yeah. we'd, we'd go miles in and you know all the deer we saw were at the road before we went in but pretty crazy oh yeah yeah so what uh so you've you've killed some deer yeah i've killed a few yeah what uh <laughs> what like if do you tape them at all do you measure them uh so i kind of got into that uh, a couple of years ago i really i mean i haven't done everything i have but uh my dad got me one of them raculators so i've been using them is that how is that it's pretty good it's pretty accurate um to me at least i've done the tape and i've done that and they're pretty accurate so yeah that's how a does cool it, little tool yeah how does it work uh it's a little mechanical device um or electronic mm-hmm. and uh, it's got a wheel on it you just kind of it shows you how to do it it's got instructions that's cool you just wheel it right on there yep it does have a tape on it do like your uh width and yeah your bases and all that huh i've i've never put a tape on any of my bucks and it, it no not um more because I just have, you know, I, I don't know. We just have always been, well, it's meat in the fridge and yeah, that's a pretty good size rack and I'm proud of it kind of thing. And oh, <laughs> yeah, sure. kind of moved on. But as I've gotten older, I've sort of thought, you know, I need to probably measure some of these and figure out, you know, where I'm at. So. Yeah. It's the only reason I did it. I really don't care either. It gets yeah. me excited. You know, for two and a half year old, eight point walks by yeah. and I get excited. I'm probably going to shoot it. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, uh, what's, you know, having measured some of them, what's the largest you've taken? Uh, 121 and four eights. Wow. Is that a New York buck? Yeah, it was a New York buck. Yep. That's really, that's a good size buck for New York, especially in the Southern tier. Yeah. That's really good. Cool. So, um, I have, uh, like I have resisted the, the saddle movement for a couple of years. I've got a, a bunch of friends who have gone into it and, um, I really was not, I always, I always kind of just felt like it was going to be a fad, 
And, um, mm-hmm. and I was at that great American outdoor show with a friend of mine, John Goodwin, who, um, I guess knew either you or knew somebody else from trophy line. And, um, and he said, Oh, we gotta, we gotta stop at their booth. Well, he was off talking to somebody and somehow you and I bumped into each other and you put me in the first saddle I've ever been in. So, right. so I'm, it was, it piqued my interest to the point now that I, I've at least purchased, uh, the platform and I'm looking at the, the rest of this stuff. How did you, how did you get into it and how did you get hooked up with trophy line? So pretty much, uh, so the new wave now, I feel like is the, the mobile hunting, like we talked about public land, but also just mobile hunting. Yeah. So I've kind of always done it, but I started out with my dad back in the day on a bucket, you know, on a logging <laughs> road or something. That was our mobile hunting. So then I finally got a climber. And uh, after doing a bunch of research into the saddles, I wanted to get a saddle and uh, try that. So I ended up buying a trophy line one, just doing a bunch of research. And uh, I was calling. I didn't really know much about it because nobody did it when I started. Yeah. And uh, I kept calling trophy line. This guy is nicer than hell. And uh, so I kept asking him questions and questions. I've come to find out he was the owner. Oh, wow. Of Trophy Line. Yeah, Sean Ferguson. Yep. Okay. So uh, so I got talking to him over and over again. Find, you know, we developed a relationship and kept talking. And he asked me if I wanted to be a part of the ambassador team. And the rest is history. So That's cool. And, and it's not, yeah. it sounds like, I mean, you're you're in more than what, you know, the, the typical... Um, oh, do you want to be pro staff kind of stuff? I mean, because you were at the booth representing. I mean, you you definitely are more involved than what you would normally see with some of these companies that, oh, we'll just make you pro staff and, and you don't really do anything. So yeah, you, a lot of guys just they'll do like social media pictures or share yeah. stuff, you know, yeah. all that. But, but yeah, they got me doing a lot of shows, traveling around to Harrisburg Tech, um, different local stuff and that's pretty like wild. That. That's pretty wild. Well, it sounds like um, I'm going to be back down there this year with uh, with catch and release camo. I think I'm helping with their their booth, so maybe we'll run into run into you some there. But um, so with uh, with saddle hunting, one of my biggest um, concerns or one of my biggest thoughts was I'm just going to be staring at this tree all day long as opposed to facing out. And you put me in that that. Uh, saddle and that practice tree there and you really not only is the mobility good like you can jump to the next tree or or five trees away or whatever but you can you're mobile around the tree as well i mean you can really swing out and get a shot which was is pretty impressive um oh yeah you can shoot 360 degrees around the tree can you get around all the way to the other side without the platform uh, so if you, you can stand literally right on the side of the platform wow. and you can shoot your, you know, anything from 10 to two o'clock wow. right around the tree. Yep. See, Ivan, I'm, I'm not that far along yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and I honestly, part of my, I mean, cause we have our own property, but I do some hunting in, in some different places and, um, that, that, you know, would require, I take a climber with me, which is just a miserable experience you know like it's it's heavy it's loud and you're sweating balls by the time you get to the top of the tree um so that's that's part of why i'm looking at at saddle hunting but 
The other thing is, is the idea of filming. I do a lot of um, filming my own hunts, but also filming for others. And, um, and I think the, the, um, the ability to get into just about any tree with a saddle would be really beneficial for, for filming too. Mm-hmm. So, um, so what do you, what do you, what's the, the setup you're using currently? Um, so I am running a trophy line. The saddle is a fanatic. Okay. Is that, um, is that, did that just come out last year? Yep. That's the newest saddle out. Yep. Okay. Um, so I have a trophy line fanatic that I'm running. Um, I, I'm last year I ran the wingman, which is our, uh, is our little platform that's bolted right onto the top stick. So I just run three sticks. Then that fourth stick has a little platform right on it. It's real small, oh, but it's really, mobile. I don't think yep. I saw that. Yeah. I'll, uh, it was there. You might not have seen it though, but, uh, I'll send you some pictures after this. Okay. But, um, and it sets right on top of your sticks. Like when you're, they're all together too. Oh, that's but, cool. Uh, yep. But we did recently just come out of a new platform called the Onyx. Right. Um, I don't know if you remember that one or not down there, but yeah, it's got the kind um, of the slanted sides to it. Yep. Yes. Yep. It's the one. So I'll be running that this year too. Wow. And then as far as a backpack, trophy line has like 10 backpacks um i will be running the plateau or the palisades okay and th- and those packs will all um sticks and everything will all go uh, rigging ropes everything will fit right in there right yeah so that's a good thing that's the main thing about trophy line is they make everything uh accessible with each other so all these packs are developed straight for saddle hunting yep um and everything trophy line goes right together. And then is there is there additional room to put other gear in there? Oh yeah, for sure. Yep. We make everything from a minimalist pack, which is real small. We got deluxe uh fanny pack, which is the smallest one. Then we got everything to a frame pack, which you can haul a deer out. Wow. Wow. Yep. So I have the uh I have the EDP platform. Okay. Right? That's the yeah, I'm I'm making sure I got my letters right. <laughs> Yeah, everyday platform. Just yeah. remember that. And um, and so I'm looking at at um, you know, is it best for me to to get the harness and the ropes, like to do the co- the covert 2.0? Um, I think it has the two ropes and the and the harness all included with that, plus the two bags. I mean, is that, or do you piecemeal it together to start out like that? I mean, what's what's the uh, I would buy the I would buy the uh, the kit just buy the whole kit because you're gonna need the ropes you're gonna need the two ropes and you're gonna want the two pouches that comes with too right right because those those pouches will carry your how I run it I carry my ropes in my pouches yep and so I can just grab like on my left hand grab my lineman throw it around hook it in to my okay. right okay side you know so if you're going up you know you got your stick around a branch do you do you run a second lineman is that how that works. You know so, so, yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. Um, so, yeah, you should. Um, or you could just run your tethered. So when okay. The, you know you know how your tethered works to your yep. bridge? Yep. Yep. So you could just uh, set that above you and then take your linemans off, put that over the branch, and okay. then take your tethered off, you know, keep going off. Just as, if you want to be, that's the safest way to do it. Okay. Okay. That's how I would do it. Now me, I would just unhook my tethered and probably just try climbing up it, but I also like to climb stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a monkey, so Yeah. Well it's speaking of you're the beard's looking good, dude. 
I think it's, right, it's gotten fuller since uh, since February. Yeah, I've been letting it grow. I actually did just trim it up a little the other day. <laughs> Um, about an inch off. Oh, wow. That's, that's a good month or two's growth. But I know it. So uh, the, uh, really probably what I need to do is, is get this stuff and then uh, set up a time to come see you and get all my questions answered and hang out in a tree. But yeah, yep. you, you, the other thing I was looking at, I was doing a little bit of research on sticks. And um, uh, I read some of the reviews of the Trophy Line sticks and they were they're like the reviewers are pretty high on them they're 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 saying they're almost as light as anything else you can get plus you're getting four instead of three for the same price and um so that's that's pretty impressive um you know that you're that i guess impressive is probably not the right word but i was it it certainly made me think okay if i'm gonna buy a, a trophy line saddle i might as well stick with the the trophy line sticks too yeah um and then the uh do you run any kind of aiders or, or anything like that off of your sticks too uh yeah it just all depends on how high i want to get or need to get mm-hmm. i will run a uh i have uh oh, what's it called it's just a one-step aider but it's stuck right to my uh stuck right to my foot it's a strap that straps around my foot okay and there's a piece that hooks on my belt so the loops right there oh cool um I'll look up the name for you and I can show it to you, but it's always attached to my foot so I can keep climbing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and nothing, and nothing's hanging there when I'm up in the tree or nothing. So I don't like that. I don't like how it's dangling. Some of them hang there, you know, moving. Yeah. Yeah. So if you run four (laughs) sticks, right, is that what you're, is that what you're running? Yep. Four sticks. And then how, how high are you getting up on average? Uh, with that aider, I can get about 20, 21. Wow. That's pretty good. That that's definitely. I mean, that's higher than most uh, like ladder stands. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I like to be. I like to get up there. <laughs> I, I was listening. Well, go ahead. That's not always the case, though. You know, if you if you're in a spot where you can only get or need to get, you know, twelve, fifteen, then you, it's doable. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast. I think with uh, the Cody DeQuisto was on, and um, he was talking about you know being up like five feet. And he, yeah. he was able to get a poke. But he said that's that's the beauty of, of saddle hunting, right? I mean, you can yeah you can get to wherever you need to get. So yeah, that's just it, man. You can get in a tree anywhere from a four inch diameter all the way to twenty two, I think. Wow. With our sticks, so. four inch is pretty. <laughs> yeah, I know. With my my fat stomach hanging out of a four inch tree, things might not go well. <laughs> hey, if, if I could do it, I think you can do it. Um, uh, I'm I'm working on it. I'm trying to. I'm doing this tough mutter 5K or something in in September. I signed up for it in, at uh, down at Swain intentionally so that uh, it's forcing me to get in shape again. But oh, there you go. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. All right. So if um, and then do you do you gun hunt as well out of a saddle? Yes. Yep. I do. Okay. Yep. And do you, do you then, uh, you have a haul line for your either, well, I guess you would have for your bow as well. The haul line, once you get into position, then you, you just haul that stuff up with you. Yeah. Uh, so on, on my saddle is attached, uh, Doyle's gear hoist. It's almost like a dog leash. Okay. That's, that's what I pull my weapon up with. Yep. Wow. Boy, you got it all. That's, you know, that's one of the things with this saddle hunting craze is that there's so many different 
aspects or dynamics to it. And everybody seems to be running something just a little bit different. And it's, uh, it's kind of fun to hear what everybody's doing and, and how they're doing it. Right. It's pretty, it's interesting. Uh, how is, uh, how is your 2022 season? Uh, it was okay. It wasn't bad. Uh, gun season. I did get a decent eight point yep. the second day. Um, I chased a 10 point all bow season, all uh, October. And then November 6th, I knew I was going to get a crack at him. I had daylight pictures four days in a row. Hmm. And I took off a Monday to hunt this buck and 7.30 came and I made a bad shot and never found him. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Was that the the buck you sent me the pictures of? No, that wasn't. Those were, uh, this was on uh, at my family camp. Okay. Family camp there. Yeah. Any, any so, sign of them since? Yeah, so the neighbors ended up did uh ended up finding him but they wanted to give me the antler so that sucks. Yeah, but part of it. Yeah, yeah. Some sleepless nights, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I didn't sleep for a while. <laughs> so um you brought up cameras and uh you like your Instagram page you you've always got um Skypoint. Like I noticed you'd put something on just recently about uh getting some new Skypoint cameras. Is that what you're, yep. are you running those pretty exclusively? Yeah. So uh, I've been an ambassador of them too, for going on about 10 years now with Skypoint. Really? Yep. So I run, uh, I run all their cell cams and do their regular traditional cameras too. Uh-huh. How many, how many cameras do you think you got out? Who cell cameras or regular or both? Yeah, both. I got about 15, 15 cells and I'm putting out about 11 more regular cameras wow. this weekend. I was going to ask if yep. you got them, if you got them out, do you run them year round? That kind of thing. Yeah, I do run about 10 of them all year round. Yep. And you do, you, is there a cell plan that you have to pay on those? Yeah, they have uh they have quite a few different ones you can look at depending on how many, uh, how much you to pay or how many pictures a month you want. Yeah. What's the, what's the cell service like down there? Uh, it's pretty good where I'm at, where I hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here I think we'd be fine, but where we used to be down in like uh, Olean area, we I think we would struggle to probably get any. I mean, we we'd get like one bar on a on a phone at times, and I think it would make it difficult. But the traditional cameras, we ran a lot of those. Yep. Now, do you, uh, do you, like, do you use it to, to formulate your, your hunting plans? What do you, how do you use your cameras? What, what's the, what do you do with the intel that you get from those? Yeah, inventory, uh, you know, scouting does some of my scouting for me. Because like I said, I got a few different properties, so right. it's hard to get to all of them. Um, the cell cameras, I mostly put in bedding areas or places far out where I don't want to walk or don't want to disturb, you know, things like that. Yeah. And the traditional ones, there is a couple spots where I don't have service, and so I use them for. And do you, uh, how often will you go check those, or will you just let them soak? Yeah, I usually just let them soak. I'll probably let them, like tomorrow I'm going to put them out, so I'll probably won't check until mid-August and then maybe late September. Yeah, yeah. We have, uh, I think I have like four that I keep out year-round, and I just keep them. 
um, kind of on the entrance and, and exit areas of our food plot. So I can just kind of get an inventory of what's coming and what's going. Um, yep. and then we'll put out a, I don't know, I'll put out probably 10 more, um, later in the, in the fall as we're, we're really getting closer when I want to sort of pattern, um, those deer, like you, you talked about having four daylight pictures. That's, that's the kind of stuff that I'm looking for, but it's without running, uh, cell cams, you know, you're, you're putting them in places where you're like, okay, I got to go by here anyway to head to my stand and that way I can check them sort of thing. But yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's changed the, it's changed the game a little bit, you know, because <laughs> there's, there's times you would have walked into the woods and you're like, I, I don't know what's here unless you've seen it by, you know, with your own eyes. But now with cell cams, you really can, okay, I know this 10 point has been working this ridge for you know, the last two weeks or something. And it, it really can help you focus in on your, on your hunting. Oh yeah, for sure. And you, you couple yeah. that, you couple that with a saddle, right? So then you, okay, I know he's in this general area. You put in your, your saddle and you're like, okay, I, now tomorrow I need to move, you know, 20 yards that direction. It really, I think cell cameras and, and, uh, and saddles really can, they'll make you deadly pretty quick. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Yeah. These, uh, I still do, uh, I, I try not to stay dependent on them, you know, or rely on these trail cameras too much. Cause I do like to get out there and scout. I scout yeah. a ton, like boots the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. You're, uh, you're out quite a bit, you know, <laughs> there's always, yeah. there's always videos of you out four wheeling or, um, you know, you shoot in a bow league, is that right? A 3D league? Yeah, I do a couple of them in the area. Uh, they're mostly just for fun, but yeah, I try to do that uh, at least once a weekend. Um, I shoot, I got a little target outside my house too here. Yep. So I can shoot here. What uh, what yep. are you what are you shooting currently in terms of bow? I, uh, I'm shooting a Hoyt Helix. Okay. 2019, yep. Nice. Do you like, you must, obviously you like it, you've had it oh, for, yeah. <laughs> for three four years almost i just yeah. i just moved from a, a bear last year i had a bear mauler and, and uh this last year went to a um um uh, a cp28 by Botech, and i can't okay. get over how much the technology has changed just in in the 15 years since i bought a new bow i mean it's oh i'm sure it's unreal it's so much faster it's so much quicker the backstop on it is, is, uh, is just unbelievable. Um, I, I'm, <laughs> I may have to, I'm going to have to buy new bows probably more frequently. Hopefully, fortunately, my wife doesn't listen to this podcast a whole lot because <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, she bought me that one and it was, it, it was for a 50th birthday. So, um, but it was, uh, it's a huge difference. It really is a, a huge difference from what I had been shooting. So. Oh, I know. I, I did. Uh, I actually did the same thing. I had a bow from high school till yep. four years ago, and I finally got a new one. And I couldn't believe what the difference was. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It is. So you, you, um, I know you and I've talked some about um, the NDA, and uh, and you were involved with Aerofest this year, right? Yep. And we had we weren't able to go. My son graduated from college that weekend. How was how was Aerofest? What was what was that all about? Uh, it was it was a good turnout. Um, it rained all day for the most of the day, but other than that, it was good. 
<laughs> did you did you have a trophy line booth set up? Yep. Yeah, I had a booth set up for people to uh, you know try on a saddle, just kind of like similar to Harrisburg's. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, we also talked about your uh, your involvement with the National Wild Turkey Federation. Federation. Right? Yeah. Yep. And it, how long have you been involved with that? Uh, I think I'm going on my twelfth year with them. Dang. I had twelve I, years. Yeah, it's been wow. a while. Did you uh, did you turkey hunt this spring? Yeah, I did. Yep, and I had a bad season. <laughs> I really, I didn't, I didn't get out much either. But the times yeah. that I did, I really didn't have any luck. That sounds like my my turkey career. Unless I'm hunting in the Adirondacks, I've had some success up there. But um, down here, it's boy. If I don't roost them, I'm I'm not getting on them. And I, and you know, you kind of feel like maybe that's my, you know, maybe I'm not calling well. But I've I've called them in. So I don't know. It's time in the woods, and it's 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 a lot of luck it feels like but yeah yeah well that's cool it's a, that's enough to keep you busy in the off season for sure oh yeah it helps uh i only work monday through thursday at my job so every friday my wife's working so i try and get to the woods <laughs> and do some scouting that's pretty sweet my yeah. Uh, yeah i mean you know you've talked to my daughter emily she's in the same deal working for the um for soil and water, you know, four days. And then as for me, as a pastor, I work Sunday through Thursday. So I get, you know, that Friday off and everybody else is working. So I'm usually hunting or in the woods and it's a great deal. It's a, it's a good setup if you can get it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you and your wife have kids? Nope. No kids. Uh, not yet at least. Yeah. How, How long have you been married? Since 2000, September 2021. Ooh, good remembering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to remind her sometimes. That, uh, you know, I, my wife and I were in a hurry to have kids and we struggled. Um, and then when we had kids, I was like, oh, we should have waited a little longer. Not because we weren't mature enough to be parents, but there's a, there is a, a sweetness about <laughs> not having the responsibility, you know? Like you're, you're free to just go spend Friday in the woods cause she's working. It's, it's kind of a nice deal. Yeah, I know it. So, yeah, it is. But, the but tr- I'm, I'm also 34 now, so I do want to have kids, you know? Yeah. I would, I didn't, wouldn't have guessed you were that old. Yeah. I'm old. Yeah. So do you, <laughs> this is, I mean, now we're kind of touching on personal life stuff. Did you go to college or did you do military? What did you do when you? Uh, when I graduated high school, I did go for a year, um, for criminal justice, just cause mainly a lot of my friends were yep. going for that. And so I just kind of picked that, not knowing which direction I wanted to go in. Yeah. And, uh, I got out of that and I actually ended up going to work on oil rigs for almost 10 years. You're kidding me. Nope. Like Pennsylvania or down in the Gulf or? Uh, I was always onshore. I never went offshore. So I was all over PA, Ohio, West Virginia. I went to Texas a couple of times wow. and Louisiana once. Yep. That's pretty wild. I did. I guess, I mean, you and I don't know each other that well, but I didn't know that at all about you. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good time. I was constantly traveling though. Yeah. You know, gone. Didn't really hunt much. Yep. So that was a, that was a big thing. And so then I applied to the railroad and got in. I've been home ever since. Wow. That's good. 
my uh, my daughter's boyfriend is a welder for uh, I'm, I can't remember the name of the company. Oh, but... uh, LCW. Yeah, how'd you know that? Because I was talking to her uh, about piece of land, I think it was, and she mentioned that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he's he's traveling all the time doing welding for, like, bridge. They replace bridges and stuff like that. So Yeah. Um, but he's it's usually Sunday night to Thursday night. Like, he'll, he'll get back late tonight, and he'll have the weekend off, so. Yeah. Yeah, know. we do a lot of our bridge work. Wow, that's that's pretty wild. There was uh, I was telling him about it. I saw a video of them replacing a train bridge, and they had like I don't know six or eight hours to do it. And um, I mean, it was the the way they did this whole thing was just unbelievable. The way they orchestrated pulling this bridge out, you know, stopping the train traffic, pulling the bridge out, replacing the bridge, doing all the the grading around it, and and they managed to do it in like eight or 10 hours, something crazy like that. It was pretty wild. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's pretty cool to see. Yeah. Yep. There's uh there's jobs in this world that we just don't ever think about that. I I'm just fascinated by it. Like, I don't know why, but I, I would love to just ride along see what you do on the railroad. But <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, it's not, it's not that cool. No. <laughs> Trust me. Well, I, you know, yeah, I, pretty- I, I'm just curious about stuff. Probably that's probably the the real reason. So. Right. Yeah. I guess you've never seen it. Yeah. Do you have a? Do you get to hunt at all on on railroad property? They're pretty strict about staying off of that stuff, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They're pretty strict about that. <laughs> yeah. I haven't even attempted it yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> we had uh, to get into our old hunting camp. We had to drive the railroad bed, and we in the the twelve years that we had the the camp we only saw one train but we had to drive along the bed to get in there and um never had an issue uh, we had a, a somebody stop us once and we told them what we were doing they said oh that's okay but yeah they're pretty uh they were pretty heavy-handed with that stuff but... well you really you want to believe how many people get hit by uh get actually hit by trains a year it's way more than you think yeah yeah I believe it. we had a neighbor who had two of their dogs hit by a train behind her house. And it, yeah, it was crazy. It was pretty crazy. I mean, he, <laughs> I'll never forget. He came back with the, the we had found the, the carcasses and uh, he came back and retrieved them and he's carrying them out in his arms and he's just wailing, you know, and like, well, don't let your dog off the leash, but yeah, no kidding. you're not going to stop a train. So <laughs> nope. <laughs> So there was one other, you had one other, um, uh, link on your Instagram. It sounds like I've been stalking you, but, uh, red line, red line bow hunting. Tell tell me about that. What is it? So red line is a sister company to trophy line. Um, they make quivers, stabilizers, and sights, and they actually just released a new rest. Okay. Recently. Yep. So are they, are they owned by the same the same company yes yeah okay that's cool so that it seems then that um you know trophy line is is obviously bow hunters seem to be the ones that really use the saddles the majority um so mm-hmm. it, it makes sense i guess that they would dip into that as well oh yeah for sure um and to be honest with you, trophy line I, they're known for their saddles but uh they're more of a gear company now mm-hmm 
if you go to their website, they got all different kinds of backpacks for all different kinds of, you know, hunters. Yeah. And that's kind of how saddle hunting is. It's really person specific, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So they got everything from bino harness to backpacks, frame pack. Uh, they got a real small pack. Uh, it's pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. I was poking around on there today cause that's how I was, I was trying to figure out, all right, what do I, what do I need next? You know, I've got the platform, probably need a, I need a, a saddle and, and the, uh, ropes and, um, and then I need to probably get some sticks. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but it's a, it's an investment, right? I mean, you're, you, you, it's, t- it's a, it's a big, uh, it's a big bullet to bite to, to buy it all at once. Yeah, it is expensive, but, uh, I mean, it's going to last you. Oh, sure. You know, and it is, it is, it really is the safest way to hunt because you're yep. always attached to that tree. You know, if you fall, you're, you might fall four inches and slam into the tree a little bit, but you're not going to fall 20 feet. And, right. Right. You know. How often do you have to replace the ropes? Uh, just wait, just keep an eye on them. Wait till they, if they, you see that they're getting frayed quite a bit. Um, they say, yeah, I think on their, on the website, I think it's every two years. Okay. I'd have to look at it. Don't quote me on that. No. Well, and I know, cause I used to, uh, through college, I did a lot of rock climbing. We'd had to, you know, you did the same, you watch for them. Um, and there was, you know, issues with UV lights, you know, so after two years or so you wanted to replace them anyways, just because of the sunlight. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah. And you know, you don't know what you're not, I mean, I've been beating the absolute shit out of mine. Yeah. And they're still good. Yeah. And, and the, ra- the smaller ones too, the eight millimeters. Oh, right. oh, do you? Okay. And the reality is, right, like, what's your life worth? You know, exactly. so so you got to replace the ropes on occasion. It's worth it. Um, yeah. Um, you said you're you're running the, which, which harness? You told me the... Um, the Vanatic. The Vanatic, which saddle, yep. Yep. <clears throat> and I was, I think the one that comes with that covert is a, is one that's a little bit larger, right? I think it's, it comes up the back a little bit further, I think is what Yeah, yep, yeah, the back, yep. Okay. All right. Yeah, and that's a, you know, that's, that's, that's a bulletproof saddle too. I ran that for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, we just wanted something a little bit more lighter mm-hmm. in this, uh, Vanatic. So it's made out of parachute material. Oh really? But that, yeah, yeah. The Vanatic is, and it is a little bit more expensive, but. Do you remember which one I tried on at the show? <laughs> I do not. Yeah, you, re- you probably <laughs> saw an awful lot of people over the course of a week and you're not going to. Yeah. Yeah. Remember. I did. Uh, I don't remember what but, it was either, but do you remember what color it was? I want to say it was like, uh, maybe a, it was a solid color, either green or a light brown kind of thing. Okay. So that was probably the Venetic. Yep. Okay. That we figures that, the olive drag. That, f- yep. that, um, that figures I put on the, the color, the, the comfortable expensive one. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. I'm, I don't know which saddle John has your buddy there, but. I was going to say, you can try on his, or when we do meet up, I can bring, I have everything that, um, joke line sells. So if you did want to yeah. try, you know, set up on, you can, okay. you're welcome. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to ask John. Cause I know he, um, I, I kind of think he's got two now, but I, I'll have to ask him at some point, but either way, it's probably just as, it's just, you're just as close to me as he is. I can shoot down and, okay. Uh, Cause this, it, this, like I said, it's. I am an absolute amateur at this. I've 
you know, dragged my feet getting into it, but, um, I feel like I'm at a point now where I want to give it a shot. So, yeah, I mean, you got to start somewhere, man. I didn't know you should see me when I first started before I was affiliated with trophy line and everything, man. I was just, I saw something that looked like it worked. I would just buy it. I spent like $3,000 trying to figure out a saddle system. <laughs> my wife was ready to leave me. I was frustrated. I couldn't figure it out. So all, all this stuff that's out now, you can, you know, it's pretty easy to yeah. figure out. And it, and it all comes with, I mean, if you buy the kit, basically it comes with everything you need other than the, the sticks. And so then it's just a matter yeah. of making sure you you're using it correctly. Right. To, yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. And that's so if you buy it, so when you buy that covert light kit, um, or the Vanatic, it's going to come with, uh, it's going to come with your two pouches, your bridge rope, both your, uh, ropes, your tethered and lineman, mm-hmm. and they'll both have, uh, Prusik knots on them. Okay. Yep. Come with everything. And you can, right now, like I was on the website today, you can try all that stuff for, uh, 30 days free of charge though. You can ship it back free. Yep, um, that's it. you're earning points if you're, you know, when you buy stuff, um, it, it, there's, I mean, it, it, and the other thing that I've heard, um, and, and read about trophy line is that the, exactly what you said, that their customer service is outstanding. Yeah. That's what I was going to, uh, I was going to mention customer service is the best in the industry. Yeah. You call, someone's going to pick up within two minutes and they will make it right. No matter what yeah. you got an issue. They want to get on it immediately, you know? Yep. Yeah, yep. you got to love that. Oh, yeah. And that goes a long way. I mean, you can come out with the best products in the world, but if your customer service sucks, then you really don't have nothing. Right, right. Well, and they, and I mean, they even tell you right on the webpage, look, we don't have an automated service. You're not going to talk to a computer or get a message. You will talk to a human being. Oh, yeah. And I, I love that. Yeah, um, I actually called one day, uh, just because I know the guys that work it, and one of the guys is mowing his lawn, and he answered. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. You gotta love those those companies that are you know that are making a go at it, and they're uh, catch and release is the same way. I was I was ordering trying to get you know camouflage gear for my kids, and the same thing. The owner of the company calls me, and we're talking, and I'm like, well, you know, how long have you worked for him? He goes, well, I I started the company, you know five years ago i'm like holy cow this guy's really? calling me from idaho and he's you know he's the company owner it's pretty that kind of stuff like i told him i said that okay now you've got a customer for life you know when you when you get that kind of personal service so yeah for sure yep. goes a long way yep so you got any any big plans for your hunting season this year um i'm actually hopefully september I'm going to go up, uh, I go up to Old Forge every year for a bear hunt. Okay. So hopefully I'm going up there. I haven't been able to go the last two years, uh, work. And then, uh, the guy, my buddy I go with, his wife got COVID and they have kids, so they're going to go. So it's been a couple of years. So hopefully this year we'll be able to go. That, that's cool. My, uh, I don't know if you talked to Emily at all about Old Forge, but, um, she spent a summer working up there at the Adirondack, uh, hunt league um cruising timber for them it's like a ton of acres up there right where she was yeah like thirty thousand acres or something but she had multiple bear encounters (laughs) oh i believe it yeah so now she's uh i don't she i'm not sure what she's carrying now but she's she's like dad i'm i've got to get my my carry concealed and 
I'm sure it's in nine millimeter, but um, I'm not yep. sure what she's got. But she sold me her Glock 19, so apparently, oh, there you go. Apparently, she upgraded from there. Cool. So, I just yep. got a, uh, I just got a Glock 20 10 mil. That's my bear gun. Oh, nice. Yeah, nine mil is yeah. not nine mil is probably not really <laughs> enough, but it'll it'll do the job, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure. somebody somewhere in some place might have bought a 30 round mag at the Pennsylvania <laughs> show. <laughs> right. But I don't know who that would be, but I know that there's somebody around that does have one. So, uh, I think with 30 rounds of nine mil, you could probably do the job. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think I know someone else who bought them too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I have a, I have a, my everyday carries a forty three, and then I I've been carrying the nineteen actually quite a bit more. So, but they're both yeah, that's, they're both in nine. So, yeah, I, that's what I uh, I carry a forty three every day too. Yep. yep. And my wife is the forty three X. Yeah, but that Emily actually looked at a, at the forty three X, and I think she went a different direction. My wife my wife oh, really? uh, has a three eighty shield. So. Oh, cool! There yep. you go. Yep. But, well, cool. Did uh, I, I don't know if I missed any questions that I should have asked, or you know, if I if there's anything else that I should have brought up or didn't. Anything you can think of? Silence. Yeah. No. I'm. <laughs> well, I'm good if you are. Yeah, we'll have to. Uh, well, you know, when I come down, I'll I'll have to video it or do a YouTube or something of. Uh, you trying to get my, my fat rear end hanging in a tree from a saddle. So, yeah, for sure. So I'm, I'm actually going to be doing a lot more stuff on YouTube, uh, this year I've kind of slacked and I've only done a couple you know, videos here and there, yeah. not even on saddle hunting, just spy point and uh-huh. other stuff, but I am going to do more this year. So yeah, once you come down uh, or we can meet somewhere too, uh, it doesn't matter to me. Okay. Um, we'll film it and get together, have a couple beers, figure this out. That'd be great. I'd love it so cool man cool well thanks sean thanks for giving me uh, the time and uh and hanging out with us here for a bit and um i'm really excited about getting getting connected here with with uh, a new trophy line setup so yeah absolutely man you got my uh you got my number if you got any questions or yep. anything feel free to call or text all right absolutely so, sounds good appreciate appreciate you having me on man all right thanks again all right we'll see you we'll see you Thanks again to Sean Livermore for coming on the podcast tonight, and uh, I'm really excited to to get into a uh, a saddle, and I will give you my thoughts and my feedback uh, once that happens. And um, whether you're hunting from a, a bucket or a ladder stand or a climber or a saddle, uh, just get out there. There's adventure out there. Um, get out and live it. Thank you.